0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Austin Ward. That's Spencer Holbrook. That's Jeremy Birmingham. This is the practice report brought to you by Buyers Auto. It is off date number two for Ohio State. Still had Ryan Day uh, talking today. A couple of players as they get ready for this uh, second break, a chance to get healthy, a uh, chance to get fresh, a chance to find some more things to improve on heading into the November stretch run. It's a little bit uh, strange, Berm, to get us started here that you have this second off date. Um and the fact that it's bunched up so closely to the one that they just had two weeks ago. So what did you learn about how Ohio State's gonna use this and how beneficial could it be heading into November?
2: Ryan Day talked about it preseason, about how this season kind of broke itself up into three parts, right? They had the first six weeks and then the two weeks and then the week off and and then uh, the next couple weeks to finish it, the four games to finalize it. I think what you see is a team that is is grateful that they have the opportunity to get some rest right now. Justin Fields talked about it, that he you know he's kind of banged up still. His back is sore, and that happened against Wisconsin. He kind of took a big plunge and, and fell on his back. And uh, I think that they obviously are uh, understanding that they need that rest. I think there's also a sense that they realize that after this week, they have with Maryland and Rutgers, and there's a lot to work on, and there's a, a real – it sucks for Ohio State that every single year they end up finishing the season with Penn State and Michigan or Michigan State and Michigan or back-to-back because it seems like it always works out that way. But this year kind of breaks up nice that they have an opportunity to really – I think they have three weeks to, to start preparing for uh, the final stretch, and I think that actually plays out pretty good for them.
0: Don't you think that they seemed a little more loose than the first bye week or off week? They, they just seemed like they were you know, maybe more willing to answer a couple more questions. They seemed a little <laughs> – like I said, just more loose. This, this team is has a lot of confidence right now. The off week, they know what they have in front of them, like you said, Maryland and Rutgers, and, and that's not going to be anything to worry about, I don't think. But we thought the same thing about Maryland last year. But, yeah, I just think that there's a, a sense of confidence and looseness to this team. They were even answering questions about uh, Heisman hype, and I just figured they would brush all those off.
2: Well, <laughs> Justin Fields did, did, did brush off a lot of that. But I think that the reality is they're at a point as a program where, as, as Ryan Day was asked about, there's a lot of people saying a lot of really good things about this team. And it's pretty easy to feel good about yourself when every single thing you read and see uh, is is platitudes. Last year, at this point of the season, you know they had had the loss to a Purdue. Um, people were doubting pretty much everything about them. Right now, all you read and see and hear is that it's the most complete team in the country, and I think that uh, you, they should feel good going into this off week.
1: And when you're talking about you know the Maryland game last year and how close that was, they had a defense a year ago that would Ohio State did that would let any game creep into contention. Any game could get competitive in a heartbeat because uh, there was no running back in the country that couldn't go for 80 plus yards on them. That is- As Anthony McFarland
2: showed twice- in that did, four times,
1: and did so quite easily in the first quarter. That is not the case against this Ohio State defense. I I said it last week, I said it for several weeks now, that the transformation of the Silver Bullets and the Rush defense in particular is one of the most remarkable turnarounds uh, that you could see in one year in college football. Now, a big part of that is obviously that you have so many talented veteran players returning and it really is a bigger indictment than ever of what the coaching staff did a year ago you do have to give credit to jeff halfley you have to give credit to greg madison al washington matt barnes and the legend larry johnson but a big part of that is goes to the guys that are on the field and this came up with ryan day earlier today what what control do you have over penalties well when you're a coach. You can draw up any scheme you want and put them on the field. The players have to execute. They have to execute and avoid penalties. They have to bring Jonathan Taylor to the ground. They have to prepare for Maryland as if it's a big game. And that's what's made this team so complete is the mentality and the practice approach. And I think you're seeing that right now. Jeff Okuda was sitting in this facility about 30 minutes ago talking about how much more work he has to do. That's the best cornerback in America. And you can find Chase Young saying that. Justin Fields said that. That's, I think, the JK most. J.K. Im-
2: Dobbins on the field on Saturday in the post-game press conference. I mean, this is 30 seconds after the game ends, where he had 170 yards and dominated the game in every facet. And he was asked about his performance, and he said, oh, "I could probably be better. I, today could have been better. The offense could have been better. I could have been better." I mean, it, Ryan Day has done a remarkable job of getting these guys to buy in to the idea that you're pretty damn good, but you're nowhere close to where you could be. And I think you see it. And, and again. It does start at the top of the players, not the coaches. Chase Young has been a totally different person this season, and I think it shows uh, because when your best player is that way, it trickles down.
0: Yeah, and every single guy on this team, you can point they can point to something that they need to be better on. Obviously, maybe not J.K. Dobbins, even though he thinks there is, and I'm sure there's something on film. He could be like-
2: taller. <laughs> not going to get better. I'm just kidding, JK.
0: The the offensive line can get better in the sense that Justin Fields has been sacked too many times. The defensive backs can get better in the sense that somebody passed for a touchdown against them. The run defense can get better, well... I don't know, but, <laughs> but there, there's fast to this team that can get better. And, and the, I think the bye week comes out act, actually a really good time because you saw how dominant they were against Wisconsin. And if they would have um, been in a close game against Wisconsin, they, they might stress about the little things they need to do better. But instead, they're, they're relaxing, but at the same time nitpicking this film and finding things that no one else would find on the, about this team that, that needs to improve. And they're doing that.
1: It's easy to say that you're going to do that as well. Like this, this isn't the first team that's talked about that mentality and wanting to get better every week. But as I've said with some other things with this team, the, when, when you ask about the chemistry and the vibe, if it's different, it, it absolutely is. And you get a better sense that they, this team actually means it. And I can only compare that to the last two years for Ohio State. Well, uh, I can compare it to eight of them. But uh, when you're comparing it specifically to the last two years of the Urban Meyer era, and this one for Ryan Day. I don't think it's the coaches specifically. It's a special. It takes a special group of players and coaches collectively. And as you alluded to, Berm, it's player led leadership, and the coaches hand that off and give them responsibility. Well, Chase Young has to do something with it. J.K. Dobbins has to do something with it. K.J. K.J. Hill, any other captain you want to name? Jonathan Cooper, um, and I, so that's what it's hard to. Describe that and quantify what it means, but you see it even during this off date The fact that this team isn't satisfied, you can tell when when teams are starting to feel a little complacent. We've seen that. Annoyed
2: with like today, they just kind of look like we are not there, and I, it's crazy to me.
1: And I think that part of that is that so many of these guys have been part of teams that got complacent. Okay, you can't lose to Purdue and Iowa without some of that setting in, without some attention to detail slipping. Yes the schemes were part of it. Yes, you had turnovers and bad bounces and college football is unpredictable, but the fact that these guys, the veteran players, the Jordan Fullers of this team, the Malik Harrisons, uh, Thayer Munford, I can, I can list all the seniors, I don't need to, but the captains on this team, the fact that they had to go through that, that they know how easily a national championship can slip away, and that's the standard here, make no mistake about it, it's not hard to look around and see that's what they're held to. Uh, they know how painful it is when they lose. And, and, and yeah. they should win every game. They're, they have more talent than everyone in the Big Ten.
2: Yeah, this is a program that should never lose a game until the last week of December, if you're being honest, because comparably there's two teams in the country that have the talent that they do, and that's Alabama and Clemson. Uh, and, and, you know, you can put Georgia in that mix. But right now, when it comes down to the shape of this program, and we talked about it before the season, Urban Meyer left a great program in place for Ryan Day. And his job, his task was how do you take it and uh, make it a little bit better? How do you fix the, the little cracks that were in the foundation? And whatever they've done, and we don't get all the secrets, you know, I mean, people think we, we know everything. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this building that you can't really put into words and and so much of it right now is trust and respect and i think that as a team the program just feels very comfortable um knowing that they're they're moving in a really good direction
0: and part of that is the best players on this team. I made the comment to Austin yesterday on Letterman Live. The part, the best players on this team have never played in the playoff. None of the players have. So if you want to get complacent, that now's not the time because you're four games, five games away from making the playoff, and you've never done that before.
2: And some of these guys want Iowa again. You can be sure of that. Like there, there's so, a yeah, and there's, there's, there's no revenge tour here, right? But like they want to get that off out of their mouth.
0: Yeah, and, and they want they want Clemson again. They want to prove that 2014 Alabama wasn't looking forward to next coaching jobs in the NFL. Like Nick Saban said, they were. You know, there's a lot of different uh, drives on this team, and I think the biggest one is Chase Young. For as good as he is, has not played in the playoff. And if you were to tell him that two, three years ago when he committed here, he probably wouldn't believe you. But now it's his last chance to do so. So why not go out and play in the playoff? So <laughs> there is a certain hunger to this team that I don't think. Uh, is being talked about enough because people think, oh, they're just the best team in the country. Well, they don't think that at all. So I think it's an interesting interesting. I think you're absolutely right. At.
1: And, all right, let's spin it forward here in this practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. They're not going to lose to Maryland. They're not going to lose to Rutgers. But this off date uh, is important for gearing up for those last two games. Penn State and Michigan will not be something that is set in that locker room over there. But uh, something that is clearly important for those would be getting healthier. They might not ever get 100% for the last two weeks of the season or potentially the big 10 championship game. But this is a critical week for Jonathan Cooper to get rested up after missing another game with that ankle sprain. Austin Mack was dealing with a hamstring injury and he missed last week's game. I think that Baron Browning was still not at hundred percent last week for that game, even though he gave it a go. The Same is true for Thayer Munford at left tackle uh, to Roger Mitchell was somebody that uh, all of us here talked about during training camp as being someone who could really help bolster the depth at linebacker. At linebacker he's not been able to play, um, as much as he wanted to. Uh, C.J. Saunders is trying to get back. I don't know if he's going to make it at this point with that knee injury, but there are guys who could really help this team who haven't had a chance to play. And Tyler this Tyler Friday is, missed? Yeah, I mean, Tyler yeah. Friday. I didn't, didn't mean to leave him out there, but there's six or seven guys who are in the rotation or would be in the rotation who can really help. And when you get to the last two weeks of the season, that's when you want to be all hands on deck because as you, as you mentioned, Penn State and Michigan back-to-back, and then the potential of whoever that is, that's, there's going to be a good team, a I good physical I team. I think they play be Wisconsin, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that in a I, I don't think that it will be, uh, just based on what they've got. It doesn't matter what, whether it's Iowa, Minnesota, or Wisconsin. It's going to be a physical game. So to survive that gauntlet, this is kind of that last chance. Yes, you can sit guys against Maryland and Rutgers if you want. This is sort of that last chance to get up and get ready.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is a program that – did a good job in the beginning part of the season getting some of the freshmen, the, the younger guys some of those four games that they're allowed to play or before they decide to redshirt but there's going to be some decisions that come about who is going to redshirt and who is going to fill some roles and I think that you want to see players like Dallas Gant step up and continue to be playing more often and you'll see him against Maryland and Rutgers he played really well when he's had a chance. I think Kayvon Pope is another one of those guys. To Roger Mitchell, we've not seen him really been able to get on the field. He's been dealing with a, a leg issue and it's just one thing after another for some of these guys the defensive line has been makeshift the entire season I and mean, it's which is unbelievable considering it's the best defensive line in the country <laughs> but they've never been healthy and and so yeah what you see right now is an opportunity for guys to get reps and people are gonna be oh we'll get justin fields off the field against maryland and Rutgers. no you justin fields needs every rep he can get and other guys need all the reps they can get it's some guys like jonathan cooper Maybe only need twenty or twenty five snaps against Maryland and Rutgers and then and get off the field and be make sure they're ready to go for Penn State and Michigan. But as a as a team, these next few weeks, this off week, Maryland Rutgers is certainly uh set up nicely for this team to get healthy
0: and it's kind of a three-week bubble wrap stretch i would call it because you're going to want these guys to get the reps they absolutely need justin fields needs reps and everyone knows that justin fields but needs no reps. running reps but he doesn't but he doesn't need to play 80 snaps against maryland or Rutgers, and he doesn't need to take you know not that he takes contact in practice or anything but you know i just call these bubble wrap weeks because if jonathan cooper if there's any doubt that he's going to get hurt again against maryland or Rutgers. I don't imagine he'll play. The same can be said about Taraja Mitchell, Tyler Friday, any of these guys. If there's any doubt that these guys might not be healthy for Penn State and Michigan, I can't, you know, you can't push your luck against those kinds of guys. That's why
2: I thought that Jonathan Cooper and Austin Mack, who were game time decisions on Saturday against Wisconsin, if there was any chance they could have gone. For that game they would have knowing that there was the Mm -hmm. off week and then Maryland and Rutgers after. So I think when you're trying to piece together the severity of issues, I think maybe that's a telling sign because if there was one time when somebody at 95% could have tried to tough it out, You'd think that would have been it.
1: Well, and that was the case for Baron Browning and Theron Munford, if we're being honest about it, even though they weren't listed as game-time decisions. It doesn't matter now. We don't have to worry about it. Ohio State won that game 38-7. to uh, They're heading into the off-date. They're in the middle of it right now, uh, preparing for that November stretch run to compete for championships. Shout-out to Homage for the new sweatshirt right here. Everybody loves it. Uh, well, especially me. But I it, mean, it looks great. I love it. It looks super comfortable. And we appreciate it. I'm sure
2: it. I would love one,
0: Myself <laughs>
1: as well. Myself as well. Yeah, well, one of one. Uh, right here, but maybe we'll get some more uh, printed up for you guys and and maybe we'll sell them. Who knows? Uh, This has been the practice report brought to you by Buyers Auto. It's the off date. We got a lot more coverage, a lot of unique coverage. Berm and I are about to uh, hit the road for some stuff that you'll uh, hopefully enjoy later on in the week. As you know, it's probably got a recruiting uh, bent to it. Uh, So follow along with us for that. Spencer's got a lot of coverage coming, uh, falling out from Wisconsin. Looking forward to November as well. All that at lebermanrow.com. Spencer Holbrook, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. We will see you next time on on, uh, the Practice Report brought to you by Buyers Auto.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can.